Welcome to the Chantel Ray way, the inspirational way to lose weight for life through intermittent fasting. Remember the thoughts and opinions on this podcast do not constitute medical advice. Before we begin, I want to share some exciting news that my new book, Waste Away, The Chantal Rayway, will be released on January 20th. This book is all about learning how to recognize true hunger, escaping the slavery of yo-yo dieting, intermittent fasting, and much more. If you pre-order through my website, ChantalRayway.com, I have a special offer for the listeners of our podcast. I will send you some bonus content a condensed guide to the intermittent fasting, a book on healing your thyroid, and exclusive video content. Lastly, you'll be entered into a drawing to win a phone call or a Skype call with me. So yes, please pre-order the book and send a copy of your receipt to pre-order at ChantalRayWay.com. Thanks and enjoy the show. Hi, welcome back to another episode. We're here today with one of my favorite people. I am so excited that she is with us. We always have Chris Sykes, who I'm always glad to have. But today we have our guest. Her name is Missy Owens. And I feel like she is one of the, I just look up to her in the realm of eating. Like if I could get my eating to be really dialed in, like she has it. um, And she just really embraces the idea of she eats when she's hungry, she stops before she's full, she won't take a bite of food if she's not physically hungry, but she'll eat whatever she wants. She doesn't deprive herself and all these different things. She just is really someone to look up to when it comes to eating and has a perfect 10 body in my opinion. So um, we're so glad to have you here today. Welcome, Missy. Great to be here. Thank you. (laughs) All right. Well, we're going to get right into our questions and... um, um, this first question is uh, already starting us off with a hard question. This is Letitia. I'm hoping I'm saying that right in Virginia. It says, I have a distiller and I have been drinking lots of distilled water and even using it in my infuser bottles with fruits. Then I heard a natural health doctor say that distilled water pulls out vitamins out of the body and could cause vitamin deficiencies and that it should not be used at all. I'm confused because I thought it provided a pure water and assisted in detoxification. Help. All right, who wants to start us off with this this question? Chris? All right, so she said vitamins. So the one thing we want to change that to is minerals. So that's the one thing that it might interfere with while you're fasting. It might pull the magnesium, sodium, chloride out of the water, out of your body. So those things might get lower if you drink constantly drink distilled water while you're fasting. And electrolytes make you hydrated. Like that's the whole reason, you know, why you want to drink water is because it makes you hydrated. And electrolytes is sodium, potassium, chloride, chloride, and it does have trace minerals like magnesium. And so the process of distilling water is boiling the water. And so you're like getting rid of a lot of minerals that really need to be there. So for me, I just drink, I drink, you know, purified water through like regular tap, but through uh, a filter. I have very good filtered water at my house. What I about agree. You? Distilled water does have its pros, but its cons are that it can um, take some of the minerals out of your system. Um, also, dental health with the fluoride and things like that. But it does have its pros with the acidity and things like that. And I will say this, the only time that I've heard someone really say you really want distilled water, um, I 
have a few friends that have tried to do um, bodybuilding competitions and stuff like that. And so if you have a regular glass of water, it has about 12 milligrams of sodium per cup. Well, if you're using distilled water and you're trying to restrict the amount of sodium that you're taking in, right? Because you're trying to so barely keep that water weight. Yeah, you don't want that water weight. You, if you're if you're trying to sculpt your body for a fitness competition, you're trying to get more muscle definition. So, bottom line is, I would say no. I would not recommend distilled water. Um, Unless you're trying for a fitness competition, which and even I, then, not long term, not maybe long like term, the day yeah. before or two days before or something, but it will dehydrate you. I agree, Chris. Read our next question for us. Uh, this is from Melissa in Chesapeake. Hi, Chantel and Chris. I'm a big fan of your podcast. I can't wait for your weekly episodes to come out. I have been doing a lot of research about intermittent fasting since you first introduced me to it, and it seems that some people count their calories in their eating window, and for others, it doesn't matter how many calories they eat as long as they stick to that window. Do you guys count your calories? Um, I don't count my calories, and um, like I said, I've interviewed over a 1,000 people who are really thin, and for the most part, those people don't count their calories either. Um, Missy, I'm going to have you starting to answer this question, and then I'll answer it. So I don't count calories either. For me, it's about balance and moderation and feeling content and complete and satisfied. So when you eat something, you want to eat it to be satisfied and happy, and that goes a lot further than obsessing on how many calories you're intaking and things like that for me. So do you ever, like, when let's say that you're looking at something um, – do you even look at the calories at all? So, like, do you sometimes go, I'm just going to see how many calories this is or not really? Sure. I'll look at them. Even going through a drive through I can look at the calorie amount. However, if I want it and I know if I don't eat that and I won't be satisfied and I'll still want that after I eat, I'd rather go ahead and eat what I want and be happy the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. Good. Um, so, with that being said, let's... I want to hear, like, let's hear what you had yesterday. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner, what did you eat? So my morning starts with the great equalizer every morning, and that's Metamucil and orange juice. Okay, so let me say this. So Missy does, is like one of my skinny friends who, if you asked her, do you do intermittent fasting, she would say, no, I don't do intermittent fasting, but she really does do a version of intermittent fasting in the sense that I still consider someone to do intermittent fasting if they have less than 100 calories um, for like breakfast in a drink form. Um, So because like my aunt is a perfect example. She does not... 12 to 18 hours with just 100 calories in them. Yeah. Like so she doesn't eat breakfast. Like my aunt doesn't eat breakfast. She doesn't start her first meal until 2 o'clock, mm-hmm. but she does have a couple cups of coffee with a little bit of cream in them. Right. That, in my opinion, I still count that as intermittent fasting. And with Missy, she has she does a Trop 50 ca- orange juice. So she's only doing, it's 50 calories per serving, and she's having maybe 8 ounces, sometimes a little bit less. Right. And then a cup of coffee with a little bit of cream. So she's having... Something to drink that has less than a hundred calories, and then when do you start? When do you usually start your first oh, I got meal? A quick question. So why do you say great equalizer? 
because it's if if you have if you have um, it equalizes your bowel system. Mm -hmm. So if you have um, overactive bowels, it will slow them down. If you have slow bowels, it will speed them up. So it's a great equalizer. And you, Chris, let's just ask you: How many times do you poop a day? Please don't ask me that. <laughs> How many times do you? But I heard, you know, you know what's crazy? I had this, uh, uh, I forgot what, I was at some conference or something and this, this health doctor came up and was like, if you're not pooping three times a day, yes. then you know you're unhealthy. And if your tongue has any white on it, she was na- naming all these symptoms that I had. She was like, well, I was like three times a day. Like, well, how am I supposed to be I out and about? I will tell you that I've interviewed, you know, I've interviewed everyone and I asked them, what do you eat for breakfast, lunch, and dinner? How many times do you poop? Blah, 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 blah. And the people who are in the best health mm-hmm. are pooping two to three times a day. Yeah, really. They really are. Three times a day. And like, like I said, we talked about it before, you know, you can carry anywhere between four to 22 pounds of just feces basically in your intestines. I would give anything to be able to poop so three times a day. So imagine 15 pounds and all you really got to do is just... I'm adding, vi- I'm adding fiber in my... I'm adding fiber pills in my diet. Let's equalize. Let's all equalize yes. for the next week. And see yes. Everyone add some Metamucil in. Why, why the orange juice? I never heard that comment. Is it just for taste or <laughs> it is It tastes better. And, oh, okay. and it's good nutrients in the morning too. Okay. Right. But if, it if, counts you're, as a fruit. if you're listening to this podcast, if you're listening to this podcast and you're trying to lose weight... My suggestion is to not, I, I would try to have that, but in your eating window is my suggestion. But at the same time, I mean, if you do exactly like Missy does, I mean, you can't argue with the, how good she looks. So exactly. Um, but can we ask you how many times you poop a day? Just a couple. <laughs> so it's zero and four. So okay. is, it, is it more than two? Sometimes, sometimes two, sometimes three. Sometimes. See? Nervous. The only time I ever pooped that much is when I'm like, I ate something bad. Two to three times. I'm, I'm telling scared. you, you'll stay thin. You'll feel great. Your health is good. My abs do look good when them, them days I do. Yes. Um, routine is everything too. Okay, you so we didn't finish. What routine. What do you have for lunch? What did you have for lunch yesterday and what time did you start? Okay, so I did my orange juice, metamucil, and coffee. And then yesterday I ate around 12.30. I had... What time do you usually eat? That's a little around earlier. Around 2. But you usually don't start your your eating window like until today about 2 I o'clock. Today I ate around 1.30 okay. because I was coming here. Okay. Um, but usually I don't eat until about 1.32. Okay. Yesterday I ate a little early and I had leftover quinoa with black-eyed peas and um, baked chicken. Okay. Um, and lunch. then what'd you have for dinner? A little bit of baked chicken. And that was it. No and snacks, no nothing. You gotta get something. Before there. bedtime I had a glass of wine and um some chocolate covered peanuts. There we go. Just, to get some what milk. time what time did you go to bed? I go to bed early because I think that's a really important part of your diet too, because when you're overly tired you eat for energy instead of eating for contentment and happiness and you know, just to eat. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that a lot of people rely on food for energy throughout the day, and that can be really he- unhealthy. So I try to get in bed by 9.30. Yeah. So really, would you say that your e- your main eating window would be on most days from 2 o'clock to 8 o'clock? 
Would that be yeah. right? Yes. Yeah. So if you notice, she's starting her lunch at around two o'clock and two to eight is her eating window, which by the way, folks, is a six hour eating window, which is also what I do of my six hour eating window, except I make it from usually from 12 to six. I just want to add one thing to it. I, I myself don't count calories either, but if you've been fasting, let's say you're trying to lose weight, gain muscle, whatever, you've been fasting, let's say, two, three months, and you're not seeing the changes that you need to. Obviously, I'm a trainer. Obviously, most of my clients ask me, you know, how, what do I got to eat? What do I have to do? I don't try to get them to obsess over counting everything, but if, if you're trying to lose 20 pounds, you've lost one pound in three months, then you might want to track yeah, it a couple of days. Yeah, you got to find out what's going on. You might want to track it a couple of days, make sure you're not overeating on calories, carbs, something. Just you know, just track your results. And if you're not getting the results you're looking for, then you want to track how much you're eating and adjust. I agree. Make sure you keep Just because you have a six-hour window doesn't mean you eat those yeah, whole six hours. Overboard. Yeah, you can go yeah. overboard in six hours and still sabotage your results. I think the number one thing is just eating in moderation what you want yeah. and not overeating or saying, oh, I thought I this is healthy, so I thought I wanted this. Eat what you enjoy, and then you're... Satisfied. So did you want the baked chicken? Yes. Or that's what you were craving? That's right. what you had wanted? I made it yesterday and I wanted to eat it. Mm-hmm. And how much sugar would you say you eat in a typical day? Like, did you have it? So yesterday, would you say like every day you have one sweet thing or like for me, every day I have something sweet, not anything major, but I have to have, maybe I'll have a half of a can of um coconut water i have these new fruit bites that i love that are like 45 calories and i'll have like two of them but i i definitely that's the one thing i have to have a little bit of sugar every day would you say you have if you had to say would you have sugar every day or every other day most days i will eat something something one thing right right that i look forward to eating that i actually want not just a cupcake that I don't want, but mm-hmm. something that I actually enjoy. So you had chocolate-covered peanuts. How many did you have? Just a handful. And that so. was enough. I don't need... Because I eat them when I want them, mm-hmm. I don't have to sit there and sit down with the whole So container. if you go to Missy's house, she literally has, like, candy jars in her house, like, of all kinds of different stuff. Like, she might have, like, a can... Like, a canister of Skittles. Or usually when I go over there, she'll have, like, a canister of, like, cookies or... Mm-hmm. Would you agree, Missy, you have some kind of treat, something, right? Right. At any one given time. But she literally just, it, it doesn't tempt her because she knows when she wants it, she can have it. It's there, yeah. It's I, I, there. I said last week, that's why I said last show, like, I'm, I'm way better when I have sweets in the house than when I try to go without sweets in the house for like three, four days, mm-hmm. then it's a wrap. Once I get something, <laughs> it's over with, you know. Yeah, the other day I made all kinds of stuff for the family and just... I didn't want any, and I wasn't in my window. I made, um, I made cinnamon rolls, hot fresh cinnamon rolls. That were delicious. <laughs> Missy had some. I didn't, um, but it was because I wasn't in my eating window and I wasn't really hungry. So and I, and I was fine to not eat them. All right, let's go into our next question, Chris. All right, Jessica in Virginia Beach asks, "How fast do you eat in general? How long does it take you to eat lunch? I have a major problem with scarfing my food." 
Do you have any tips to help me slow down? So like get I never answer this question because this is my biggest problem. So I feel like I'm not an expert here. So I'm going to let both of you guys answer I mean, this like question. A, I feel like it's the other ones, like the other times that people have asked. Uh, drinking a glass, a couple a glass of water or two glasses of water before you eat helps a lot with, you know, taking that edge off. The, you want to take the edge off your hunger. When you're scarfing your food down because you're, you're to that starving range, you know, you got your, your, uh, your hunger scale. And obviously we went yeah, to that, that hamster that, part yet. Yeah, that's we, a great we, we, we that's a great get. point. So one of the things my mom does, and we've talked about this, my mom's very thin. She's a size two, sometimes she's a size zero, depending on the pants. But she her big thing is she likes to have a hunger snack. Um, and she never likes to get herself to that hamster hungry. So in her purse at all times, she's got walnuts, almonds, you know, something in there. And she has that, that hunger snack in there at all times. Do you do anything like that, Missy, or not? Some people really need it to slow down because I feel like I get that way. When I, when I get so hungry, I've got to get that hunger snack to kind of calm me down. And that's, um, that's right. And th- I agree. Um, I don't know if I, general, I, in general, I do not carry around hunger snacks, but it goes to what we were talking about earlier, where I believe that when you are hungry, you should eat. Because if you don't, then you will end up gorging yourself. And that is the worst thing you can do if you're trying to lose weight. Okay. So let's say two o'clock is when you normally eat, right? Two o'clock. Oh, it's snowing outside. OMG. While we're doing it, it's not just like sprinkling right now. It is like massively coming down, folks. I think tomorrow we are going to have a... <laughs> People are not going to be able to, to get in. Okay, so let's go ahead and we're going to have to wrap up before we get stuck here in the studio. So we are going to... Well, I, now I got all sidetracked. What was even the question? The we were question talking is about slow down <laughs> eating. How we slow down eating? Oh, slow I down. think that okay. to slow Take down eating, you sit down. You don't stand up and eat. That is one of the a no now. So, do you ever stand up and eat? If I do, it's when I'm stuffing my face and not enjoying my food, and it's not what I enjoy doing. So, just take the edge off your hunger. Try not to go. Do you do a hunger snack? No, no. See, some people need it and some people don't. What the snacks? The hunger snack. I think I think I think, I think, I think, I think everybody, you know, you got you got to get to your comfort. You got to know yourself. Be mindful and enjoy your food because if you do that, it'll take you longer to eat. You'll be more satisfied, and again, you'll be happy when you eat. All right, let's move on to the next question. What do you guys eat in a typical day? I always like to hear what you had for breakfast, lunch, and dinner to get some healthy meal ideas. Terry in Virginia Beach. Terry, Terry, Terry trying to expose us. <laughs> what did you eat yesterday? You slick, Terry. Uh, I can't ever answer these questions. What did I eat yesterday? I know I had chicken with some type of sauce, white rice, and broccoli for dinner. Uh, for lunch, I had... Uh, I know there's some cookies involved, but uh, what did I have? Because I only ate two meals yesterday, so then it was that. Uh, why don't y'all go? I'll, I'll think of it by the time I get back. I had, yesterday, I went to Baker's Crust. I had ahi tuna as an appetizer, which really helped me. That That's one of the tricks I do. If I, I was really, really hungry, so I ordered an appetizer that was just literally raw tuna, which was protein to calm myself down because I knew I had would, was already past my eating window. So I had that, and then I calmed down a little bit, 
And then I got a harvest salad with shrimp, grilled shrimp. And then for dinner, I had a broccoli and onion egg white omelet with no cheese. I was like, I had a very clean eating day yesterday. (laughs) I had a really, but that's what I had wanted. And I had, oh, I did also have one Rice Krispie treat. It was kind of a big one. I forgot about that. I limited myself to two cookies somehow. They were homemade. We all had a good day. That's right. So I did have that. Forgot about that. Missy, oh, you already said what you had. Chicken. All right. While you're in your eating window, do you pay attention to the amount of sugar that you eat? Is it off limits or do you track the amount of sugar you eat or is it anything goes? Chelsea in North Carolina. You can never say anything goes when it comes to sugar. Uh, They only recommend you're supposed to eat like 5 to 10% of your calories from sugar, which is very low, obviously. If you eat 2,000 calories, that's only, you know, uh, my math is off here. (laughs) But uh, what is that? 5% of that. 10% 10% of that is obviously, what, 200? 100 so, is 5%. Okay, 100. so if, that's if you eat 2,000 calories. Most women, uh, I know a lot of women listen to the show, are not eating 2,000 calories in a day. So if you, you know, you're down around 15, you're talking about under 100 grams of sugar. So once again, we don't want we we to obsess over the labels, but if you look at a candy bar like a Reese's or a Snicker bar, you see how much sugar's in there, you add about almost 50 grams usually. So you can get thrown off real quick. I don't track it myself, how much sugar I eat, but I'm conscious of how much sugar I eat. And not only like the, the not not only the uh, the obvious ones like candy bars, but stuff like ketchup, condiments, tomato sauce, things like that. That's bread. Mm. Bread's a big one too. If you eat bread, a lot of sugar and bagels. So you got to watch the hidden sugar and a lot of the condiments and stuff you put on your food. That that can really up your sugar intake a lot. For my sugar, I kind of have I do a three bite rule two times a day. So like yesterday, if you think about it, I probably had. I had that Rice Krispie Treats, but I probably had six bites of Rice Krispie Treat. So I kind of just look at myself and I go, I eat three bites of it. Hopefully I'm satisfied after those three bites. Then maybe I'll do three more bites. And that's kind of my limit. I also, I'm going to put it in the show notes. Um, Josh, remind me, we're going to do, I'm going to put in, I have these fruit snacks that I love that are like, less than six grams of sugar, some less than four. They are the best things ever. They really, really satisfy me and take away my hunger, uh, my sugar edge. And the other thing that really takes away my sugar edge is coconut water. I know Chris hates coconut water, but (laughs) there's one brand I love. It's also going to be in my things that I love. It's Nirvana coconut water. And I have it with the pulp and I do half of a can of it. I love it. What what does it for you? Like my cousin loves a Snickers bar. She's super skinny and she says she eats a Snickers bar every single day. That's her. She eats pretty clean the rest of her meals, but she always has it. So what are what are some sweets that you love that you chocolate covered peanuts, <laughs> sour patch kids, okay. Swedish fish, things like that. Uh-huh. But not together. <laughs> so you'll have um like maybe one time a day you'll have like if you're going to eat a handful of something a handful a handful of something every and day. And I don't have to have sugar every day. It's just I used to love sugar and then once I had my girls I'd rather have a handful of something salty. Mm-hmm. You know, I I don't know. And you also love wine. So that's yes. so if you had your choice, if she, if Missy had her choice to have a glass of wine or or a handful of Sour Patch Kids, she'd pick the wine, right? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, and but back, to, we've had a lot of wine questions. And, and when I'm talking about wine questions, I have so many thin friends that they literally are drinking one to two glasses of wine every single night. 
mm-hmm. every night. But they they take that into like you kind of take that into account. Like I'm gonna maybe eat a little bit lighter because I'm gonna have two glasses of wine. Do you kind of think that way or no? Sometimes, but I actually probably don't drink that much. Um, I drink a glass of wine or two often. I wouldn't say it's every night, but I don't think I change my diet that day if I know I'm going to have a glass of wine that mm-hmm. night. I don't think it. I don't think I change the way I eat. Got it. All right. Next question, Chris. All right. It's from Andrea in Maryland. I have been doing intermittent fasting thing for about a month now. I'm starting to get the hang of it. I, I am thinking that it is time to st- I start to incorporate some exercise. How many uh, times per week do you guys work out? Whoa. I work out six days a week. So Chantel is six. Do you work out, Missy? Do you work out? How, How much often? do you work out? I work out about, I try to work out about five times a week. And what do you do usually when you work out? More cardio, weights, That's another thing. I do both. And again, it's just like eating. Don't make yourself miserable because you'll never want to do it. You will not want to eat right if you're miserable. Mm-hmm. You will not want to exercise if you're miserable. So for me, I'll do, like today I ran for 15 minutes, and then I got on the bike for 15 minutes and played a word game on my phone, so that 15 minutes went by really quickly. It. It, it and like I enjoyed it. It wasn't painful or horrible. Um, so that's I usually do about 20 or 30 minutes of cardio. If I do squats and deadlifts and things like that, then I'll just do 20 minutes of cardio. Okay. And then me, myself, I work out probably anywhere between four to five times a week. But um, I think, who's this, Andrea? She definitely incorporated, I think, anywhere between three to five times. I, I, I mean, exercise is like anything else. The less you do of it, the more you do of it, the more results you can get from it. You know, it, it, can, it can drastically increase how fast you get results from intermittent fasting. Because like I said, if you do if you exercise, we talked about it before, if you exercise in the fastest state and you're burning that fat, you know, you're into that fat burning stage where you're burning fat for energy, you're burning nothing but fat for your and during these winter months, which is great. you can tell yourself, okay, just go to the gym for 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then once you get there, you might want to stay Good. longer than 10 minutes. But at least say, I, I like can do 10 minutes today. I treat myself like that all the time. I'm just going to go here 20 minutes. And, well, I think when people, like, the, they're kicking off the new year and they want to, you know, dive in head first. Yeah, and then they, all or nothing, it's so yeah. much harder. Just do what you can. And that'll make you more successful with your eating and working out and exactly. everything. Yeah, I tell everybody because everybody always questions, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this. I'm going to go all in starting Monday. And I'm like, first of all, anytime you say start Monday, I'm going to go all in. Like, you can't go from, you know, eating all these sweets and sodas and not working out to working out six days a week and eating nothing but chicken and broccoli. Like just a little bit at a time. Exercise, same thing, a little bit at a time. 20, 30 minutes here. Start to build up your strength. Start to build up your stamina. Start to build up your endurance to where you like exercising. Get some different ideas. Because you don't want to do the same thing every day. So if all you know how to do is do the elliptical and the treadmill, you're going to get bored in a couple weeks, especially if you're not used to working out. So, you know, try some classes. Try to learn some things so that you can stay interested, whether you like kickboxing or weightlifting or whatever you enjoy. Or even if you're at the gym, and it's just setting yourself up for success instead of failure because you don't want to be bored. You really want to enjoy it. You can say, okay, I'll do five minutes on the elliptical and then f- walk five minutes on the treadmill and then ride the bike for five minutes. You can always and, psych yourself And up it's 15 that. minutes. Right. I mean, it and it goes by so fast because you're changing and you're getting right. up and walking around and it'll... And that's a big part of it, yeah. All right, last question. Corey in Virginia Beach says, ever since I first heard about intermittent fasting on your podcast, I seem to be hearing people talk about it everywhere. I even heard about it on the local news last night. And she sent the link for it that it was on the news. Um, So I got to see it. It says, with its sudden rise to fame, I'm wondering, have there been any long-term studies on intermittent fasting? I wonder this because I'm afraid if I eat this way, 
for a long time, my body will get used to it. So I don't know a ton of uh, long-term studies, but I know that one thing is for sure that the Bible says over 70 times to fast. So I feel like this is something that we should be doing. Um, Chris, what would you say? Uh, when I first looked into intermittent fasting, I tried to research a lot. Uh, I tried to see, but basically intermittent fasting is, is, is kind of new to, to, I guess, to the mainstream public. So there's no, when they say long term, there's no 5, 10, 15 year, 20 year studies on it, on the benefits. You know, everybody see the benefits of it and they assume the benefits will continue over a 5, 10, 15, 20 year uh, span. As far as I know, there's no long, long-term studies like that. But, you know, all the short-term studies we have that show the hormonal That uh, are so good for your body. What's like this? So, breakfast, breakfast, right? Mm -hmm. We've been... Fasting. Been doing our it for a long time. There's just no study we you're linked to saying this scientist did a And really, study. what what Chantel's weight loss secret is is just adding a couple extras hours to the mm-hmm. fasting in the morning, and then a couple tonight, and it's still right fasting. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I mean, if you think about it, it just it makes logical sense. Yeah. If your body doesn't have calorie it doesn't have that glucose to burn it's going to burn that fat in your body yeah, every, so. every, every single cardio class you see every gym commercial talks about burning fat leaning up so we're literally telling you this is how the body works this is how science works you literally burn fat can for i energy. ask a question about that uh-huh. um i've heard different i know working out in general is the best way you don't want to not if you miss the window right when you wake up before you've eaten you still want to work out at some point during the day, and it's mm-hmm. going to be helpful to work out any time during the day. Right. But is there a benefit to working out before you break fast? Does yeah. it burn more calories or go deeper into the fat? Well, it ups the hormones. So, like anytime you work out, you know, your HGH comes up, a lot of the hormones come up. You literally, so once, so once I break my fast and I put some glucose in my body, put some carbs in my body, that's going to be my body's number one energy source because it's the easiest thing for the body to break down. So if I don't, if I haven't eaten yet, my body's still burning fat for its main source of energy. Then literally, the fat burning is coming from the, the, the energy for my workouts coming from burning fat, like stored fat. Yeah, yeah, stored okay. fat. So that's that's what you want to tap into, basically. So that's why I say it increases the the results of your intermittent fasting a lot. If you especially if you can work out in the morning before you break your fast. But I mean, there's it's still you know benefits to it if you. So my husband, burn. he was doing the intermittent fasting and he was losing lots of weight and that's what he was doing. He was working out in the morning, not eating. Mm-hmm. And I mean, results were yeah. really popping And you can do that. Them. And even if you do that for 20 minutes, just to, to delve just into straight, that straight store fat, store fat. Just, and then like, you want to take a walk later in the afternoon. Exactly. It's, I'm going to burn this much right. fat and all of a sudden I work out, I'm going to burn right. this much fat today. You know, it's just every, and then you add it on every day, you know, four or five days a week and we just add it on to it. Well, we are going to wrap up the show because we have a massive snowstorm here in Virginia Beach, which we never, ever get snow. And now I think they're calling, what are they calling for? Seven, eight inches, something like that. Right. Um, So we are going to go ahead and cut off here a little bit early. Thanks so much for joining us. And if you have a question, then you can go to questions at ChantalRayway.com 
or go to our Facebook page and put in a question. And remember, if we don't answer it the following week, it doesn't mean that we're not gonna answer it. We have a bunch of stored questions. We just can only get to so many at one time. We really appreciate it. Now we need to pick our lucky winner. I think it needs to be this Letitia. Oh yeah, it's it's hopefully it's Letitia in Virginia Beach. You. You won a gift card from Whole Foods for the best and one of the more difficult questions we had on our show. We're so grateful for you. So make sure you collect your prize and we're going to reach out to you. Thanks so much for joining us and look forward to seeing you next time.